snapped off metal locks and flooded the doors open. It's like the winds were searching for me today. When I arrived into now and one month after the typhoon, I do not recognize my mother's home. Roofs crumpled like balls of paper, the basketball court where I spent each childhood morning is now an unmarked mass grave. 13 holes for over 600 bodies, my homeland, is a country of islands counting down the years before we are drowning in a rising Pacific. When I return to the U.S., politicians label climate change a myth, deny our existence as if natural disasters only count when there are white bodies to bury. Each year, an average of 20 typhoons hit the Philippines, and my that tells me God is punishing us. How else can you explain storm surge waves taller than coconut trees, five corpses stuffed into one body bag, names of entire families scribbled onto debris-made crosses at the traffic circle turned mass grave? We people, born from ocean, now fear the sea that stole our families. This is not the problem of the Philippines, of the Pacific Islands of Oceania, long after the news reports, when the next super typhoon has blown away my family's relief tents, we will still be standing. And sea salt flooded rice fields, brown fisher folk demanding, do not turn away from the disasters yet to come. Our islands are in your hands. These spirits sing a warning. Andagat bugutom lagiha. The sea that feeds us will one day grow hungry again. Hello. Hello. Bonjour. 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 For me and Isabella, um, along with two of our other colleagues, to share our poetry throughout the whole UN negotiations. Um, it's been a, a really big honor to really center our experiences as Pacific Islanders, as people who come from island nations who are directly impacted by climate change. And so every space we go to, I'm always looking for the other islanders and wondering, what, where are we in the conversation? Do people still remember we're here? We know we come from little islands, but we, we are a mighty people with strong voices and very important stories. And so as you're building amongst each other, I hope that you remember that there are those, there are those communities out in the Pacific Islands right now that are fighting to not only live a sustainable life, but are just fighting to make sure our islands don't sink <laughs> and make sure that the sea levels stop rising. Um, so that we can have um, a land to actually help keep sustainable for our futures and, and for, for life to come. And so this poem is about how complicated it is when people ask me where I'm, I come from. As an American, as a Samoan, it's a very hard question when people want to talk about the islands or want to talk about California, which is where I'm from, but it's hard for me to answer where is home, especially when people 
don't know so much about the Pacific Islands. If you open up any atlas and take a look at a map of the world, almost every single one of them slices the Pacific Ocean in half. To the human eye, most maps center all land masses on Earth, creating the illusion that water can handle the butchering and be pushed to the edges of the world. As if the Pacific Ocean isn't the largest body living today, beating the loudest heart, the reason why land has a pulse in the first place. The audacity one must have to create a visual so violent as to assume that nobody comes from water, so nobody will care what you do with it. And yet, people came from land, are still coming from land, and look what was done to them. When people ask me where I'm from, they don't believe me when I say water. So instead, I tell them that home is a machete and I belong to places that don't belong to themselves anymore. Broken and butchered places that have made me a hyphen of a woman. A Samoan American that holds the weight of both colonizer and colonized, both blade and blood. California, stolen. Samoa, sliced in half, stolen. California nestled on the western coast of the most powerful country on the planet, Samoa, an island so microscopic on a map, it's no wonder people doubt its existence. California, a state of emergency away of having the drought rid of all its water. Samoa, a state of emergency away of becoming a saltwater cemetery if the sea levels don't stop rising. When people ask me where I'm from, what they want is to hear me speak of land. What they want is to know where I go once I leave here. The privilege of assuming that home is just a destination and not the panic, not the constant migration that the panic gives birth to. What is it like to know that home is something that is waiting for you to return to it? What does it mean to belong to something that isn't sinking? What does it mean to belong to the very thing that is causing the flood? So many of us come from water, but when you come from water, no one believes you. Colonization keeps laughing. Global warming is gritting all at your grief. How you mourn the loss of a home that isn't even gone yet, that no one believes you're from. How everyone is beginning to hear more about your islands, but only in the context of vacations and honeymoons, football and military life, exotic women, exotic fruit, exotic beaches, but never asks about the water, the ocean. No one visualizes Pacific Islands as actually being there. You explain and explain and clarify and you correct their incorrect pronunciation, and you'll explain until they realize just how vast your ocean is, how microscopic your islands look in it, how easy it is to miss when looking on a map of the world, excuses people make for why they didn't see it before. Thank you so much.